0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of Friday Fire. My name is Sam. I am the Small Business Surgeon and I will be your host today. I wanted to say thank you so much for tuning into the show, guys. I love talking to you all every week. I love doing the interviews and I love all the likes and comments and reviews that you all have left us over the last couple of years. So thank you so much for that. Thanks for following along. Uh, For those of you that are new to the show, on Mondays we have interviews from around the world of business. We've got some of the top entrepreneurs. We've got authors. We got CEOs, we got all kinds of folks uh, making money in all different kind of ways, sharing their stories. And then on Fridays, like today, I give you all a little bit of something to reflect on for the weekend with Friday Fire. And today's topic for Friday Fire guys is the bad days. The bad days. What happens on the bad days? How long have you all been entrepreneurs? Put your hands up. How long? How long have you been doing this stuff? Five years? Ten years? One year? Two years? You know by now that you have weeks of great success and you have weeks of great stress. And what I want to reinforce on today's Friday Fire is that every single one of us has bad days. Like every person without a shadow of a doubt, we all have bad days. What you only see on the internet and what makes you feel as though you're alone and that you're special and nobody else has these problems is that you never see the bad days posted on social media. You never see them talked about. You never hear them on podcasts. Everybody wants to tell you how good this shit is, how great life is, how amazing everything's going. And yet on the other side of things, they don't tell you any of the bad stuff that goes on. And the reason... There's a reason I don't have bad days and I'll explain that later, but the internet shows us all the good stuff. It shows us the highlight reel and it never addresses what happens when we have a bad day. And the way I view bad days, like they don't exist. Um bear with me here because it sounds that sounds strange. But a day is however many thousand seconds, 84,000 seconds, I think it said. And there's a, uh, there's a very well known quote that's been floating around the internet. If, uh, if somebody stole $100 from you, if you had $84,000 in the bank and somebody stole $100 for you from you, would you be pissed off for the rest of the day? And would you be angry with the rest of that 84,000 or $83,900 that you had left? Or would you take a deep breath and go, well, that's a hundred bucks I won't see again, and focus on spending the other $83,900 that were left in your day in a positive and productive manner because that's really what this is. There's no such thing as bad days, there's bad moments inside of days there's difficult moments inside of days and when you see difficult moments and difficult moments are happening to you it's very easy to keep seeing the difficulty in the day keep seeing the things that go wrong and it starts to snowball it's like this big big domino effect and uh, i'm going to share today what i do to kind of break that um break that domino effect you know a lot of these bad moments that we have are caused by us not wanting to accept responsibility for things that are going on, for things that are happening. Uh, maybe a lot of anxiety behind a bill. Um, you know, like one of my friend's uh, legal bills, they're, they're worried, to, they're scared to open their mail because it might be another $5,000 bill from the attorney when all the attorney wants to do is send them a letter and say, hey, you know, we've, we've got you a rebate. But the, the, the stress exists and the anxiety builds up and it makes for a bad day. We start to hold this stuff in. What conversations are you putting off that are making you anxious? What things are happening that are affecting your day? You've got to roll up your sleeves and know that that's gonna happen anyway. I've got to open the letter from the attorney anyway, so why wait a week worrying about what's in it? Let's just rip that Band-Aid off, open it up, and see what we've got to deal with. Because a bad day, for me, what I've found is that bad days consist of unsolved problems. And within the problems, there are the opportunities to improve. And so all a problem is doing is telling us that we're not doing something the right way. We're not doing something the correct way. We're not delivering the right message. We're not delivering the right product. Something's going on to where we're making a mistake. And the problem is arising as a result of that mistake. And the opportunity is there to fix that problem. So that's very important that you just start to see problems as, as, as opportunities to improve. And I know that's difficult to to think of when you're in the middle of the shit, right? I I get it. But every time a problem comes up and you solve it, in in the course of business, you don't have to solve it again. You solve it, you write down what you did, you write down what happened, you change some things, you write down what you changed, you write down what you did again. It's called uh, build, measure and learn this process. So as you're bringing a product to market and you've got a minimum viable product, what's the, what's the, 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 the minimum thing you can sell and make a sale and generate revenue on? Because you've got to have revenue, that's the heartbeat of your business. Well, it might be that when you launch that product, you've launched it as a minimum standard in, in which case you may not have um, email follow-up set up yet. You may not have text message follow-up directly dialed in. You may not have comment responding on Facebook. That's a case that happened this week. We've got a, a product launch. Uh, we've got a Facebook team. We've got a internal marketing team and who, who answers the messages, right? So the messages go unanswered and then we say, oops, there's a problem. That message goes unanswered. We need to solve that problem there's no anger that the problem didn't get solved because we only uncovered it as part of the learning process to where there wasn't a problem before anybody made a comment you see and then the the, the comment appears it's it's very it's very easy to assign blame and to look at problems as though they're the end of the world and yet you've got to you've got to see them as an opportunity to correct the issue and standardize the correction, and then the issue goes away and it's never a problem again. So when we're doing product launches, the quicker we can hit the problems, the quicker we can write down what to do about it, and the quicker we can get results and get those problems off our desks. So for us, even though it makes for a very busy, very complicated day, the problems coming up are actually a good thing, because it moves us closer towards our goals. And I would be willing to bet that if you sat down looks at your problems you'd be about the same way you'd be about you know what this is a big problem but when I solve it I'm going to be two steps closer to where I need to be and I can try again with the new protocols in place and that's what problems are for so there's no excuse right barring barring great personal tragedy all right I will allow that but in, in reality there's there's no excuses or very few excuses to have a bad day okay you're just having a bad moment And pull the ideas out of that moment, pull the lessons out of that moment and ask yourself, all right, what's going on here? Like, you know, for example, we had to fire a couple of managers uh, just before Christmas uh, on one of our projects. And I had to spend several weeks going through the project, analyzing it, auditing it, seeing where it was, and then installing new managers. And and in the course of that, you know, I got to talk to the team several times and I got to talk to some of the subcontractors that were working for us. And, you know, it sucked to fire managers, but I got the opportunity to check in with those subcontractors and build relationships with the subcontractors. You know, there's always a positive to come out of like every problem you can have the The thing is, you have to decide whether or not it's going to affect your day, whether or not you're going to be angry and hateful and mad because you're dealing with a problem that you didn't cause now most of your problems are not they 're not going to be caused by your own actions uh, as an entrepreneur, especially all of your actions are, you you are you are trying with the right intent to move the business forward right so most of your problems are going to come from. Your actions in explaining and teaching other people their actions within your company. Um, you know, once you start building this, once you start expanding, you, you're going to get very, um, what's the word? You, you'll be irritated when people let you down and it will, it will trigger you in, into the, the normal uh, everyday person's fight or flight. I've got a problem, so I'm angry response and when you're a business owner when you're an entrepreneur you've got to look at that problem and say right i've got a problem here and i think we focus too much by the way on on blame for the problem and not the responsibility for the solution now i will tell you this as a, as a business owner and as, as anyone with problems the response it doesn't matter who made the fucking problem if you want it to go away if it's your business as if affecting your life, your mental state, doesn't matter who's to blame for the problem. What happens is whose responsibility solving the problem is. And if it's a problem in my business, or if it's a problem with me, then solving that problem is always my responsibility, no matter who did what, no matter, you know, <clears throat> I, it, it doesn't do me any, any good to get mad at, uh, I don't know, Sarah, because Sarah didn't do her job. It doesn't do me any mad uh, any good to get mad at David because David didn't text the customer on time. Getting mad, all it does is allow me to get angrier and angrier and vibrate in a negative state. What I have to do is look and say, look, you know what, Sarah's to blame for that. Yeah, no worries. But really, it's my business. I assigned her something. She didn't do it. And I didn't follow up in time and I didn't step between her and the customer and I thought she was doing her job. and Well, that's my fault. You have to understand that business owner, my responsibility. So you have to step in and say, right, Sarah, here's an opportunity to learn something. And you go and you train Sarah and you teach her properly. But if you get mad at Sarah, if you get confrontational with Sarah, if you yell at her and said you didn't do your job, you should be doing this, you should be doing that, you should be doing the other, what that does is it, it enrages you, and you're venting all of this rage at, at, at a mistake that you know everybody has mistakes. Like that's just just a fact of this. You you are you, you are essentially grooming and educating people behind you in the course of business to do the tasks that you've learned and that you teach them and that you delegate them. So for you to expect them to come in and not make mistakes, you're setting yourself up for failure, right? But then for you to be angry with them when they do make mistakes, that's a waste of energy. That's a waste of emotions. You've got to look at that and say, right, this has happened, it's going to stay having happened, There's nothing I can do about the fact that it's happened. What I can do is from now forward, I can draw a line under this and I can say, right, what are the solutions we need to find for the problem? And what I have found, if you turn that around on itself and every time you get a problem during the day, right, you don't manifest anger. You don't say, well, for fuck's sake, what's this guy done that he shouldn't have done now? Who the fuck let him do that? Why is he doing this? What's going on here? If you you drop that, and you drop that attitude and say, right, here's the problem. I see where we're at. Okay, what can I do to fix this? What solutions do I have available to me now that I can make this problem go away for my customer? What do I have available to me now where I can turn this problem into a teaching moment for my employee or for my subcontractor? What can this teach me? How can we take this and improve on our process so this problem doesn't happen again? What part of this went right? What part of it went wrong? And what can we do better next time, right? And no matter what problems you have, if you approach them with that framework and with that mindset that this, this is no reason to shout at somebody, look, if you've asked somebody to do something once and they get it wrong, it's a failure on you for failure to educate them and for failure to guide them and for failure to monitor their work. And I've been, I've been guilty of that. You know, somebody comes in with a great resume and they knock out the first two weeks and they look good. You kind of stop looking at them. But as a business owner, when they hit a problem, it's your responsibility. And so as you start to look at problems as opportunities and you remember that these guys... When they do make an error, they're operating at the limits of their understanding. It's not because they're lazy. It's not because they're stupid. It's it, it, it's because this is all they've learned, and they're doing it as well as what they've learned. And now, if they do it a second time and a third time and a fourth time, fair enough. They might just be lazy, and you might have to you might have to let them go as a bad employee. But most of the time, if you can take corrective action and you can help them to solve the problem you can put together a protocol for next time the problem goes and you end up with a better trained employee and never having to deal with the problem again because that problem has been systematized and standardized and put inside of your business operating manual so when it does come up they know what to do so when you treat your problems as opportunities, your day certainly gets a lot better, and there are no bad days. There's just bad moments. Don't let a few hundred dollars of bad moments during a day rob you of the other eighty-three and a half thousand dollars that are sitting in your time account for the day. I think that would be uh, that would be a really bad day if that happened. All right. I hope that sheds some light on the way I think, and I hope that uh, that gives you something to chew on over the weekend, and I hope, I really hope, it reduces the number of bad days you have, if you have them at all, and that you are able to take that, and take those questions and ask yourself, what can this teach me, and how can I improve? All right, that's it from me for today. You'll be good, stay safe, and I'll see you guys Monday with another interview. Bye. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show for today. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the conversation that we've had and you want to learn a little bit more about the systems and processes involved in running businesses online, join our Facebook group over at FollowSam.Live. All right, that's it from me for today. You'll be good. Stay safe, and I'll see you next week.